In an unprecedented result, French Polynesia's three seats in the French National Assembly have been won by the candidates of the pro-independence Tavini Huira Tira Party. The three will sit with the left-wing Noops Group, which emerged as the second biggest force in the 577-strong National Assembly. In New Caledonia and in Wallace and Fortuna, the candidate standing for President Emmanuel Macron's party won the three seats on offer. Joining me is RNZ Pacific senior journalist Walter Zweifel. Kira Walter, welcome back on Pacific Waves. If you could please start by outlining for us the French Pacific Territory's involvement in the French National Assembly. Well, the French National Assembly has 577 seats. Six of those are reserved for the French Pacific Territories, three from French Polynesia, two from New Caledonia, and a single seat is from Wallace and Fortuna. Uh, any French citizen can vote in this election. The, the restrictions that we have in New Caledonia for local elections don't apply. As usual, this is a sort of a, a mixed situation in the sense that it is a national election, but also uh, somewhat, somewhat of a local election because the issues that are relevant in the different territories come to the fore as people campaign on those issues that they then say, well, they will take to Paris for to the National Assembly. And and the some of the most interesting or startling results coming from French Polynesia? Yeah, well, in French Polynesia, for the first time ever, the three pro-independence candidates uh, made it through. It never happened before that the three pro-independence candidates would make it into the runoff round, but now they've also won all three seats. And what's uh, sort of surprising in there is that it's a youth vote that carried a lot. Uh, the youngest candidate to ever win the seat in the French National Assembly under the Fifth Republic is Timatai Le Gaik uh, from Tahiti. Uh, he's a 21-year-old who is a student interrupting his studies in order to stand in this election, and he won with just under 51% of the vote. Uh, he defeated uh, Nicole Buto, who is a well-known, long-standing politician, former government minister uh, of the ruling Tapura Huiratira party. Now, the Tapura, which is the dominant party in the assembly, a party that has about two-thirds of all seats is dominating across the territory, did not manage to get any of the three candidates into Paris. Uh, that, of course, is a, a shock for the president, Edouard Fritsch. He said they'll make it difficult for him to put his side to the French stage, to, to ask for French help and so on, because he's now have to see that his territory is being represented by people from the opposition. This opposition is pro-independence. Uh, they're making a quite a big issue out of wanting to promote Maui, um, standing Maui culture. Uh, Lugaik, this young uh, deputy now said that uh, because of the French constitution, there's only one people recognized in France, so that's the French people, and only one language is recognized. And he says, well, as soon as the Mao people, the indigenous people, are recognized as people. The Maui language can finally be made an official language in this territory. So he's got uh, uh, this view of pushing the, the Maui identity. Interesting as well is that another, the second candidate to make it into this assembly, Steve Shayu, and he's a Tahitian language teacher who has spent quite some time uh, in the United States teaching Tahitian. And and how has this come about? Like you said this has never happened before. So so what what's happened differently? I imagine 
local politics play into this. Of course, uh, final analysis is you know to be seen yet. But uh, you know, people are not happy with uh, the economic situation, so you can say it's an anti-government move. Uh, at the same time, uh, there is a feeling that the government has mishandled the pandemic in one way or another. Um, French Polynesia was the first territory in the Pacific to open up to tourism about two years ago, once this pandemic had already spread and closed down the region. Um, this resulted in a spike late in 2020 when French Polynesia had the highest incidence of COVID anywhere outside Europe. A lot of people died. Uh, mandates were put in place uh, to get people vaccinated. That was resisted by a large part of the population. There were strikes uh, and unhappiness uh, overall with how the government handled or managed this. And then on a somewhat personal level, this scandal surrounding Edward Fritsch and uh, Thierry Alpha, his then vice president, who had put in place these extreme measures in order to contain the pandemic. Uh, people had to have written attestation to move out of their houses and going to the public. And while this was in force, uh, Alpha and Fritsch uh, were at the wedding. Hundreds of people were there. Um, Edward Fritsch was uh, filmed crooning. Once that video came out, of course, a big scandal that these people put in place rules themselves defied them. And uh, there was a sort of a legal aftermath to this. And only a couple of weeks ago, the two were fined uh, several thousand dollars for having committed that breach. So I guess there is a, a personal vote in all of this. Fritsch said that the loss was due to an amalgamation of everything and anything. And imagine that also includes the reaction to his uh, breach of the COVID restrictions last year. Moving on to New Caledonia now, they had hoped to have a similar result, the pro-independence um, candidate, but, but no such luck? No. Well, what was interesting was that the pro-independence side tried to uh, finally make it into the French National Assembly. Uh, they decided, when they decided to run, in this uh, election, they decided to just have two candidates, one in each constituency. And in that sense, they were successful in making it to the second round. But in New Caledonia, again, it's the local issues that are the, the decisive elements in um, how this is going to play played out. And it was essentially a race uh, about independence or not. While the legal side of this independence question has been settled in the sense that people voted against independence, the political side is still undecided because the right to self-determination of the Canic people that has not been extinguished by this. Uh, so it was again uh, for and against independence uh, type referendum. And uh, in this context, uh, uh, the pro-independent side lost. Um, Nicola Metzdorf is a, the mayor of La Foa. He won uh, in the northern and central part of uh, New Caledonia, which is basically the main island, minus Noumea. He beat uh, Gerard Renier from the FLNKS. But here, as I said, this split between for and against independence is something that, that uh, runs through everything. And in the areas where there is a mainly Canic population, up to 96% of voters voted for Renier. Uh, this is for the losing candidate. So the independence issue was obviously the point that made the big difference there again. Uh, in the other electorate uh, in around Mumia, 
um, Philippe Dunoyer was re-elected. He was a member of the assembly for the previous five-year term. Uh, he defeated quite clearly the candidate from the FLN case, Wali Wahetra. Now, something has to be said about these two constituencies because uh, the, the way the borders are drawn seem to um, somehow favor the anti-independence camp because it includes Noumea and all the outer islands, such as the Loyalty Islands, Ubea, Lifu, Mare, and also the Isle of Pines. So you have the stronghold of the anti-independence party mixed in with that belt of islands, which uh, always votes for independence. That in a way makes sure that the anti-independence side can retain a majority by weakening the pro-independence side. If those islands were included in the other electorate, which is the rest of the island, plus some suburban areas of Mia, uh, you know, the outcome could be different and one seat would go to the pro-independence party. So it's not a perfect reflection with the result of how people felt or feel. Now for Wallace and Fortuna, a bit more straightforward? Wallace and Fortuna is, is interesting in the, from the point of view that the result is so, so close. Uh, there are only 16 votes that separate the two top candidates. Uh, Mikael Seo has retained the seat on the basis of these 16 votes. But I think the difference is so narrow that it's likely that there could be a challenge and possibly a recount. We'll have to see uh, how this is going to evolve because the result is just too tight. They may not uh, be fully compatible with um, the, the decisiveness that is required under French law. The winning candidate, Mikhail Seo, is siding with the uh, group of Emmanuel Macron, which, as we now know, has failed to win an absolute majority in the French National Assembly, but is the biggest party. Uh, Mr. Seo had been in the seat only because he was standing in for the previous office holder who had fallen ill and could no longer uh, do his job. So essentially, there's no change if his election can be confirmed. Uh, wrapping it all up, what's the significance of, of the changes, particularly in French Polynesia, but, but I guess these representatives in the French National Assembly, how much of an impact do they have on daily lives day to day in, in these French Pacific territories? Well, they're, they're, they're basically quite peripheral, given the, the Shia's disproportion. If you have six MPs from the Pacific against 571 from, from the rest of the whatever French world, uh, they don't really matter. They're, they're uh, however, significant from in the point of view of, of uh, uh, being able to draw attention on a, on a nation wide scale if they can speak in the National Assembly. So it's a platform for these politicians to you know, bring to the attention of the, the French Assembly uh, the challenges or issues that they want to raise. Uh, if they can you know, win majority support, of course, it's another issue because these, these representatives are tied to political blocs now. Uh, half of the three that come from the Pacific will be with the Macron bloc. The other three, uh, that is the French Polynesian members, they will side with this uh, new group that was formed around uh, Jean-Luc Mélenchon, sort of the left-wing coalition that involves socialists and the Greens and so on. Uh, how this will then play out in, in, the, in the bigger scheme of things is, of course, difficult to say because they are just a small voice in, in this large group.